ever you've done a launch, you measure all of the metrics all along, right? An event should be no different. We should be treating our events where we're making an offer as seriously as we do a launch, where we are measuring and utilizing benchmarks at every stage. How are entrepreneurs like us daring bravely to build a stage, ditch the sweatpants, and step up to the mic? How do we create our own transformative events? so we can get our message out into the world in a bigger way that's not only profitable, but it's actually something we can be proud of. That's the question. And the answers are inside this podcast. My name is Sarah Pfeiffer. Welcome to Green Room Central. Would you agree that if more people show up to your event, more people would see your offer? And if more people see your offer, more people will buy your offer. And if more people buy your offer, you will have a more profitable event. If you're tracking with me and you agree, (laughs) awesome, because I agree too. And that's what we're going to talk about today is show up strategies that help get more butts in seats during the time when you're live, whether that's their butt is in their office virtually watching you or their butt is in the chair in person in real time with you. I'm going to share some strategies that work to help you get a higher show up rate. Whenever you've done a launch, you measure all of the metrics all along, right? And an event should be no different. We should be treating our events where we're making an offer as seriously as we do a launch, where we are measuring and utilizing benchmarks at every stage. So I'll just throw this example in here. Let's say we're doing a webinar funnel. We're starting all the way back at the ads that we're using on social media and we're tracking how many people saw that ad and then how many people clicked on the ad and then how many people landed on the landing page and then how many people opted into that landing page and registered for the webinar and then how many people actually showed up to the webinar and how many people stayed long enough to hear your offer on the webinar and then how many people bought and did they buy on the webinar or did they buy the day after or on cart close day we're already measuring all of those metrics within our business for a launch and so let's use that same lens and do that same level of measurement for our events and the slice of that we're going to talk about today is the show up rate. So if we're going to compare it to a webinar launch, we've got the number of people who, you know, saw the offer that there is an event and then however many people registered and then we've got however many people showed up. And the more that we can do in that pocket of time to raise the amount of people who show up, we naturally get more people seeing our offer and buying, and that makes us more money. And so this is this is a profitability strategy that we're talking about today in showing up. And so I want to give you three ways that you can help increase that show up rate. And we're just going to keep in mind the whole time two things. One, 
the, the first purpose of doing this is to build excitement and fear of missing out, okay? And second, keep your event top of mind so they do not forget. I know, just crazy talk that they could possibly forget that we have a date to be live together. But it happens. We've all forgotten about really important things. In fact, I went to go meet with somebody today for coffee this morning and they didn't show up. And so I messaged them and they said, oh my gosh, I cannot believe I forgot to let you know that my kid got sick. I can't leave the house today. We have to reschedule. And it just is a beautiful reminder that stuff like that happens, right? To all of us. We're all such well-intentioned human beings. And when it comes to your event, I know that it is the top thing on your mind and on your um, team's mind, right? There's just so many balls in the air and all roads point to the event. But for our guests, they have other things going on. And so what we need to do is remind people. And so some examples of doing that first is providing a members area or a dashboard. And I love I love these virtual homes for events pre-event because it it builds excitement. It, um, it it shares some some little details of the event. It gets excited, gets us starts to stir that pot more of like, well, I know I'm registered, but I also I don't want to forget to go because I don't want to miss out because it sounds like it's going to be kind of cool. I just learned that new thing that they're going to be doing or um, who's going to be there as a guest speaker. There's all sorts of stuff that you can tease behind the curtain in that members area or that dashboard. Um, in the window between when they register and when the event is. It's so important to keep them excited and eyes on the prize, which is showing up live. So put things there like perhaps some pre-training announcements of speakers with perhaps special bonuses that come just from those speakers. Perhaps it's details about where it is, when it is, um, what your expectations are. So whether it's cameras on, if it's a virtual event, or um, be early if it's in person, whatever your types of rules of the role, road expectations are, you can be sharing that in this, in this area. Maybe it's a welcome uh, video from you, the CEO, just, just gushing on them, celebrating them for making this commitment to level up and uh, just also reminding them to honor that commitment that they made to themselves by showing up. So all sorts of stuff that you can be putting back there and you can be uh, dripping it out over time and pinging people with messages to go check the, the members area for new shiny objects, that will help. That's number one, a members area and or dashboard. Second, are physical goods. You know, if I had a favorite child in the event space, it would probably be video number one, but a very close second is gifting. We've talked a lot about gifting on the podcast already, and we get in deep on that inside of Live Event Academy. But what I'd 
highlight for you here today is physical goods are a good thing. We want to have something like that people can touch or feel, taste, smell, that it's all about you and your brand, this event. And it's so good to get it into their homes in advance of the event. Collect those addresses after event registration. You don't have to do it during registration. Let's not add more friction to the road. Let's just collect, you know, email and payment method and (laughs) be on your way. Get that registration. Secure that. But after that, get get their their name and address so that you can send them something. Maybe if it's a virtual event, it's a whole swag box with pre-wrapped um, gifts or items that help you make a teaching point. And it's got like a don't open until I tell you to wrapper. Uh, that could be so fun. Or you could do, um, if it's an in-person event, perhaps it's a luggage tag that's especially branded with the event or maybe a book that you want them to read in advance. The sky's the limit. But anything that you can do to get physical goods into someone's hands before your event will help increase the likelihood that they show up to your event. Okay, Reciprocity is a beautiful thing. Third thing to cover is communication. And I can't underline this one enough that it is as important to communicate with your guests in that window of time between when they register and when your event is, as it is to get their um, their registration in the first place when you're marketing to them before they've decided to opt in, register, become a guest. It is so important this window of time and it's often overlooked. And what I would say is use all of the tools at your disposal. We talked about physical goods. It could even be a physical postcard or letter that goes to their house, just re-outlining those same expectations that are in the members area dashboard. But email, physical mail, text messages, social media, I want you to create a campaign to stay in touch with your guests and keep their excitement high, their fear of missing out high, and your event on the top of their mind so that they do not forget, okay? I love to use email very frequently, especially when you're talking during the event, you, if you're, it's a virtual event, you can be, you can be emailing people in the morning to say, remember, uh, it's today, here's the link. You can be reminding people as key speakers go on, say like, hey, so-and-so is taking the stage right now. Here's the link to join us. Don't, don't forget to come on in. You can have emails going out after lunch saying, hey, we're lunch is almost done. Here's the link to get back in. You can have a, a an email going out at the end of the day that recaps your favorite moments. Yes, you can pre-write this well before the event and uh, cheers them on for playing full out and reminds them to get back into the room, uh, the virtual room the next day. It, and I promise you that, yes, it sounds like a lot of emails, and I promise you that they're so busy with your event and the rest of their life that uh, it will be a welcomed interruption into their inbox to get those timely reminders with the link to join 
we just want to remove as much friction as possible and remind people as much, much as off, off as much as possible during the event to get back in there. It's just so easy for people to get distracted. I'm sure that right now you can come up with at least one brilliant example of where you missed out on something in the last couple years since we've been doing these virtual events and you wish someone would have reminded you <laughs> to get back in the room. You can even be doing those emails when it's an in-person event. Uh, love the um, kind of an email before doors in the morning, reminding people of what the process is for how they'll be seated, where to go. Again, at the end of the night, recapping and reminding them of key uh, housekeeping details for the next day. Same kind of thought process around text messaging. Obviously, you're going to use it uh, more infrequently than you would email. Um, use it sparingly, and it's very impactful. It, it is, if it's more than what is it? More than 90, 95 percent open rate. Like almost immediately with text messages. I know they've got all the stats over on com the community. Um, like page, if you've ever used community as your group texting, you can see all those amazing stats for how quickly texts get open still and how like high of a percentage. And use that marketing uh, medium to your advantage during events. You could even be messaging them weekly leading up to your event. And then obviously before doors in the morning, people could get sidetracked. <laughs> Even if it's an in-person event, like maybe the hotel has an amazing Starbucks and they just got stopped and then started chatting and then forgot what the heck was going on. This, this happens. We need to remind people to get in the door even if it's an in-person event. So be using text messages. You can even be using those virtu for virtual events too. That's that's a really, I, I, think, it's, I think it's fun and not only is it a great marketing strategy, but I feel seen and heard and celebrated when someone texts me. I don't know about you, but it still feels unique and special and thoughtful, unlike email. And so we have that tool. Let's, let's use it uh, during events, okay? And then... The other thing I want to talk about is social media. Don't underestimate the power of social media to get people to show up to your event. I'll give you an example. There was a in-person event that I spent more than $1,000 a ticket on to attend and had two tickets, one for myself and one for my husband. And I was so excited to go. And long story short, I didn't end up going. But the, uh, the, the social media strategies put on by this event organizer kept that event top of mind for me all the time. So if it was possible, I would have gone. But all of the posts about what they're doing to get ready, unwrapping swag, uh, setting up the the meeting space, preparing presentations, um, all the things 
don't underestimate the power of showing those little micro moments to your guests, even if it's like, hey, I'm just working on the PowerPoint here right now. I I know we're a week away and here's where I'm at with the four presentations I've got. I, do it. it. It really will help people who are on the fence just make that commitment to themselves. Like, hey, I'm showing up. And and then, you know, back to that example where I didn't go to an event where I wasn't going to get a refund and I spent a lot of money on tickets. I watched that social media religiously throughout the event, just soaking up every last detail, trying to see little glimpses of what I missed. And it really cemented for me that I don't want to have this happen again. I need to be in the room next time. And so, again, social media is so important. You're probably using your stories for this uh, most heavily. But then, of course, you can be doing more formal kind of teasers and recaps in your short form video or posts or carousels. But I love using social media as a show up strategy. It's just... People need to feel that sense of excitement. And and we've talked about this before, but your energy is the energy. Your level of energy is where your guests will rise to. Okay. So you need to bring the energy. You need to keep it high and it needs to stay high through that entire window leading up to your event because this will help your guests level up their excitement and just not want to miss out. I hope this has been so incredibly helpful for you today. Remember, one, a member's area dashboard, two, physical goods, three, communication. Make a plan, okay? Commit right now that you will go back to your team and make a plan for how can we measure our show up rate at this event? How can we try and elevate our show up right at this event and then how can we do a little bit better for the next event remember you're trying to build excitement and fear of missing out and two you're trying to ensure the guests don't forget okay take care making an outstanding rest of the week thank you for listening to the green room central podcast if you love this episode then please take a screenshot on your phone and post it to instagram and be sure to tag at sarah Pfeiffer and let me know why you liked it and what you'd like to hear or who you'd like to hear from in the future. That'll help me know what to create for you. If right now you're thinking, Sarah, yes, an event is happening, but here's the thing. I have a sizable team already who can make this happen, but we need someone to teach us how. Then go to greenroomcentral.com to book a private workshop. You'll get a customized two-day virtual workshop for your team. During the workshop, everyone will learn repeatable framework that can be used to start or scale events in your business. You'll then create a roadmap as a team so that everyone leaves the workshop with a shared vision for how to move forward with confidence. This podcast is built on Kajabi. I loved how easy it was to get things set up, but more so, I'm thrilled that my entire business is run within one platform, from my emails, to my pages, to my courses, and my podcast too. It's all under one roof. You love simplicity, 
and scalability as much as I do, then go to greenroomcentral.com to get a free 14-day trial from Kajabi. I appreciate your commitment to leveling up and learning the mindset and strategy of live events. Keep learning. Keep going. If you want more, head over to greenroomcentral.com for show notes and all the links from today's episode. 